Cameo Radio. Welcome to another episode of Cameo Radio. I'm here with Danny Honeywine as usual. Hello. Hey. <laughs> and uh, we are doing an episode on conflict resolution because it's really become a fascinating issue. There's a lot of different people who seem unable to resolve their conflicts. Uh, and who doesn't have conflict? Mm-hmm. Right? So there's all kinds of different types of conflicts that we're going to look at. There's internal conflicts, social conflicts. Mm-hmm. Some of these things can turn into legal conflicts. Mm-hmm. We have an entire court system based on adversary. Yeah. It's an adversary system. Yes. And so conflicts become deeply ingrained in our society, mm-hmm. in our cultures, in our uh you know, social structures in families. And then right up into our legal structures. Oh, it's just a phenomenal thing. So if we can start to resolve some of these conflicts in ourselves in the short term and in the long term, mm-hmm. right? So this fascinating stuff. So what can conflicts lead to, right? Like how far can those go? Mm-hmm. That's, that's going to be some interesting stuff. And one of the really interesting parts of that is how do we detect subtle conflicts mm-hmm. before they get out of control. You know, that little spark that turns into a raging firestorm. Exactly. Yeah. You know? And and those things can be internal. They can start mm-hmm. off, you know, maybe we're not dealing with something in ourselves. So how do we detect those subtle conflicts? Issues that go unnoticed. Issues that go unaddressed. I mean, this is what we've been talking about in previous episodes oh, it's everywhere you sweep some sock fog under the rug and the next thing you know you've got an elephant under there you got an it's elephant like where did this elephant come from exactly well, it's unresolved it's sock fog unaddressed issues unresolved little things that boiled over yeah you know and there's and then it turns into something societal too like the totalitarian tiptoe yeah right because it just creeps along it's like putting the frog in water and slowly bringing it to a boil versus throwing the fog uh, frog in and he jumps right out he jumps right out right yeah. so people slowly just acclimatize to an unhealthy level of conflict mm-hmm. sometimes and it's it's hard to detect what that is uh, that's why it's good to have a another individual involved like a mediator mm-hmm. so we'll get into that a little bit uh yeah and those bloody suppressed issues mm-hmm. sometimes that stuff can boil out and people don't even know why mm-hmm. that's a fascinating one so we're going to look at some conflict resolution strategies and the benefits, and the benefits. Because there's nothing but benefits. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah, let's start with uh, maybe a little bit of life experience. You know, there's some, I grew up, my mother did um, cognitive behavioral therapy and she worked with violent offenders. She did rehabilitation in the penitentiaries. So I got to listen to some fascinating stories growing up and uh, learned about how these people resolved their conflict, conflict that was internal, uh, maybe it was stuff that went on in their childhood and it led to very destructive patterns throughout their lives that led them to maximum security, William Head Penitentiary incarceration. So that's that's it going too far. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, Danny, you worked in the tree planting Business. Yeah, I've got to witness like the opposite side of the coin uh-huh. where um, people autosyncratically are now, you know, engaging in completely internal um, within the organization. I mean, conflict resolution processes. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just completely self-regulated. If you can't come to the table, you can't actually 
make it into the or stay in the organization it's self right. it's self-eliminating it's self-eliminating yeah. yeah and i think you mentioned earlier that somebody came to you about a conflict that somebody had with you at one point yeah. you didn't even know oh this is just very common it happens all the time as a as a person and kind of like in the way that i am in my existence and who i am and i'm always trying to get better um but inevitably somebody will be in conflict with me just because of who I am. Right. And or because took, of who they are. Yeah. Because of, and, Some and kind of it a took me a while to get over my own self and, and to just accept like, okay, I, this is who I am and I, I do cause conflict. And so I have to be extra willing and extra available to resolve those conflicts yeah. when they come up. Right. And because it was, it was, quite surprising for me like yeah. it was constantly i'm like why is always why am i always in, i'm not doing anything no no it's just, just being yourself part of who i am yeah and i've just learned to accept that well and that could be yeah. an unintentional conflict it could mm-hmm. be an ego clash yeah. um you know there's that whole social dominance hierarchy thing maybe people lie for power maybe mm-hmm. some of it's subconscious it's hard to say it's hard to say yeah you know? and like maybe you're not really doing anything wrong but maybe you are so really, we try and to figure it, that out. And it doesn't really matter doesn't really as matter. long as the conflict gets resolved. Yeah, that's Because the then there really isn't anything. We, we we all carry on. We continue working together. Exactly. And yeah. that's that's really what it's about. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, yeah. why resolve conflict? It's not just so we can work together. No, I think there so are certainly all... instances where people go around, they are causing, intentionally causing conflict. Some people like drama. And sometimes some mediums hmm. cause us to get pulled into things that are going to cause conflict. Like Facebook is a great example. Oh, just They're, it's designed to create conflict yeah. because people are addicted to the drama. Yeah. They get off right. on it. Yeah. And it's so you, so it's, yeah, to, to consciously be able to mm-hmm. pull away from that's very difficult for some people. When yeah. I was growing up, I watched not all of my grandparents, quite a few grandparents mm-hmm. growing up, but uh, some of them really loved to watch the young and the restless. And it was just a soap opera mm-hmm. and they loved it. Yeah. And I'm like, really like that it's just bizarre levels of conflict all kinds Mm -hmm. of social dramas and those are like intentional dramas because they're stimulating yes you know some people like a bit of that and maybe to a certain degree it's healthy Mm -hmm. right yeah so there's the process of overcoming these conflicts like you said there's the Mm self-eliminating systems right and people have to figure that out Mm -hmm. right can you deal with it completely informally should we even be trying to deal with it? Some conflicts are very hard to deal with. Yeah. Like, can you and I come together and be able to see it? Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Can be we, anything. Can we come, just the two of us, and see it so that it can... So we can acknowledge va- the conflict. Yeah, so that it can vaporize and we can get mm-hmm. past it. Or mm-hmm. do we... Can we not? And we actually need to take it to the next level. Right. And part of that is, like... Maybe getting over ourselves a little bit so that we can listen to somebody's grievances, even if we really just want to roll our eyes mm-hmm. and say, this is silly. But that's not helpful. Mm-hmm. That is, that is what, demeaning, perhaps? Belittling, you mm-hmm. know? Um, what's the right word? Like, you know, you don't care about mm-hmm. somebody's issue. Mm-hmm. It just is, that's not good. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the word for it dismissive dismissive yes it's dismissive of somebody's grievance so we have to be able to listen to those grievances Mm -hmm. we need meaningful reconciliation Mm -hmm. which is what apologies and agreements yeah agreements sometimes it's good to agree to disagree 
And sometimes it's not. Yeah. Oh, sometimes we really have to listen to those grievances. Mm -hmm. Man, like listening to somebody, like they might just know something that you don't. Yeah. That you really should know. If let's take That's a, a, tough a really great example of this agree to disagree thing. It's okay to agree to disagree mm-hmm. when you can both agree on it. That's right. Like, uh, we are not going to see the same point here, and we're both agreeing that we are going to let it. Yeah, we're both looking at the same tree from a different perspective. We both see something different. We're we not both agree. agree. We're not. We both we're agree. Not agree. We're not going to agree. That's agree to disagree. Yeah. Now, when it's not okay to agree to disagree, because I think this is kind of a perplexing That's a notion, one. is when yeah, like one of us says, "No, no, I can't agree mm-hmm. to disagree on this. This is just the most foundational, like, uh, like yeah. thing to me." And then the other person, if you if you can't agree to disagree, probably time to bring in the third perspective that can be sometimes that's you know maybe we need to shed a bit of light maybe we need more data yeah yeah sometimes something in here that is causing us to not be able to take the next step Mm -hmm. and somebody might even be coming to the table of resolution with an issue but they're not willing to agree to disagree and it might seem like they have an intractable position right or they've created even an intractable issue Mm -hmm. but what is that you know it's trying to come out maybe it's one of those subtle Mm -hmm. issues Mm -hmm. Maybe it's even something else. Fascinating stuff. I mean, hey, how far could we get into Jordan Peterson? If you're listening, help us out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So really the best apologies though, like working through these things. Sometimes if we can't agree on something, it can cause a clash and we can fix that by adopting a little bit of a change of behavior. Mm -hmm. Maybe don't bring up a certain topic, right? Maybe people just aren't going to agree on something. Yeah, I mean... It's, it's a source of conflict. Yeah, I, I mean, I hate the idea of walking on eggshells. Me too. Hey, walking on eggshells or, or workplaces or whatever. Or, um, oh. I think, I think realistically, it's those agreements and the, and the changes in the behavior that are the most kind of fundamental aspect mm-hmm. to conflict resolution. Because if we just fall back in and keep repeating, well, then we haven't actually resolved anything. Well, you know, and we're going to bring this back to... Mm-hmm personal experience a little bit now if i care enough about somebody i'm going to try to adopt a mannerism Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit of a bedside manner Mm -hmm. maybe i'm going to just not broach something that they can't handle maybe you got to give it time Mm -hmm. if i really care about the person i'm going to do that i'm going to change my behavior a little bit Mm -hmm. if i really don't care about somebody what good is that doing right that's just probably going to cause more conflict because now what we're going to press their buttons, uh, going to try to get a rise out of them, going to gaslight them. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just destructive behavior. And I see people do that sometimes. Right. But it's, you know, that's a really tough one. Yeah. So you, so if so, you care, you're going to do something. You're going to change. And what's the only thing you can right. control, right? Mm-hmm. It's your own behavior. Your own behavior. Yeah. Oh, it's, 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 that's a really interesting mm-hmm. thing, right? I go through that in my own life, right? Mm-hmm. What can I do? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's my tone. I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes I don't know. Yeah. And you say, what is it? What did I do? Yeah. Like you mentioned a conflict, somebody had conflict with you just because of who you are. And like, maybe you really weren't doing anything. Maybe it was perceptual. Mm -hmm. It's very hard. I still, I still have to get to the bottom of it if I want to have it resolved. Yeah. 
Well, and usually there's something to learn in there. We did exactly. that episode on uh, traps, attacks, and time mobs. We yeah. talked about going down the rabbit holes. And really, you want to get down in there and bring something back. Mm-hmm. To learn. Yeah. And, and sometimes that can spare you a whole lot of grief down the line. Yeah. And heck, sometimes you look down there and you go, I actually can't go down there. <laughs> right? Yeah. And that's really dealing with uncomfortable things. Right. Yeah. I think that's why people avoid stuff sometimes. Yeah. They let conflict go on and perpetuate itself because they just don't want to deal with conflict, but mm-hmm. it causes internal problems. Mm-hmm. They don't know what to say to their partner. They don't know how to approach their boss. They don't know how to approach their parent or, or their neighbor mm-hmm. because it feels... It's difficult. Uncom- it's uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's like, just do the hard thing and it gets a whole lot easier right. real quick. Yeah. Especially when you're not going into it to cause a problem. You're going into it to address something that's, you know, eating you up a little bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and how long can you live with that? Yeah. Those are little issues that I think anybody could point out in their own life. Yeah. You know? And, and that's, those are, there's challenges in that, the, mm. the resolution process through there. There's informal processes for those well, internal, internal issues. Yeah, and there's internal. internal process. And then there's like an informal process with somebody else. Yeah. The social mechanisms. Just, just you and I just, or two people just working it out. Mm. Right? Or a group. Or, or a group. Mm. Yeah. Well, you were talking about that kind of autosyncratic system where a group is able to do it. And sometimes but that's t- difficult. But typically conflict will arise between Less than a group size people, it'll be one, two, three. Exactly. It's a know. small, small group. By group, yeah. I do mean pretty yeah. small. Like, usually yeah. you get like a drama triangle or something. Yeah, and then it starts when it starts to become a bigger and larger group, then things become political, and that's when we see, oh, you know, these larger social movements, mob mentality yeah, coming yeah. and rising to the surface because yeah. there's just there's, nothing's changing in the systemic. Yeah problem that was one yeah. of the things that i learned like i was saying earlier my mom worked in that uh, cognitive behavioral therapy thing and she talked about the this triangle mm. this three person thing and so it's a victim victimizer and rescuer right and yeah. they change roles yeah so one person one day can be the rescuer the next day they can be the victimizer right or they can become the victim mm-hmm. right and it's just this funny little drama triangle mm-hmm. and and typically you're not at one of these people's not actually rescuing the other one. It's perceptual. And the other person's not actually the victim. victimizer or the victim. It's yeah. just a funny little psychological loop. Yeah. And there's, so to reframe that, mm. um, in order to pull into an autosyncratic system <laughs> right. in order self-correcting system, because that will just go on forever. Oh, it can. It's a little propeller um, of drama. It's, it's yeah. There's a hero, there's a victim and there's a villain that, the same triangle that you just described Mm -hmm. um but you can you can shift how you look at it that triangle and if you can see that what is it it's the oh the hero saves the victim from the villain but the villain the villain the villain is is a challenger so the villain isn't they're the antagonist they're just they're just challenging the victim but the victim's not a victim they're the they're the student right and then the the hero is a mentor. Right. They're not the right. rescuer. They're not now. They're a, a mentor. rescuer. They're a mentor. Right. And then the victim is a student. Now they're, they're men- learning. They're learning. They're- and the villain is actually just a challenger. It's just somebody who's just yeah. challenging you to grow. They and become so- a catalyst. Exactly. And then that shift in the triangle, like in the perception of the situation, the shift in the mindset of the situation makes it easier to come to the table to deal with these situations. Right, yeah. yeah. There's so many different ways 
to break that down. And I like that way of looking at it because mm-hmm. that's kind of like, you know, I really, I'm a big fan of the hero's journey. Mm-hmm. And if we want to turn it into a story, that's the way to do it. That's a story. Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise it's like a it's psychological just a, It's complex. just a loop. Yeah. And yeah. you're just going around. And, and that's how it shifts, right? Because yeah. it always shifts and those roles change. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's, that's a really fascinating one. And so then, yeah. Getting to those tables of resolution, recognizing those loops, mm-hmm. right? Bringing it to the light of mind and dissolving it, like you said earlier. Mm-hmm. Those are really, really fascinating tools. And and unless we can assign something to it cognitively, it's a mystery to us. Mm-hmm. We don't know why sometimes we exhibit those behaviors. Why do I have a problem with that person? Well, why like, do they rub me the wrong way? It's like the, event in the, in the event in the park. Remember, I was like, it felt awkward. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was just like, it just kind of felt like it awkward. It was a bit awkward, yes. And there's nothing specifically I could pinpoint to cognitively because at that point it's like, well, there's it's a celebration. There's awards. Mm-hmm. There's, um, you know, hot dogs by donation mm-hmm. and fundraising and blah, 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 blah. All this good stuff. And this is we're referencing right? the, the elephant in the park. The elephant in the park episode that episode. we really... Queen's Jubilee. Queen's Jubilee. Yeah. You know, when there's hugs giving around and I had really great conversations with people, but there was something awkward. And it's because there's unresolved conflict. Yeah. Like, at individual levels, well, tiny little bit at in, individual right. levels, but mostly at like this kind of bigger it's community. It's microcosm, macrocosm. Community level. And it made yeah. it awkward. Like, it's just like a gut thing. Like, you're, my gut's like, ooh, it's like kind of awkward here. It was a fascinating yeah. thing to see, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting how it all ties in. Mm-hmm. But then does. to bring it to the light of mind, right? We kind of looked at it and mm-hmm. we're like, well, there's, Reflect this, and... there's this colonial elephant. The slug. The slug, if you will, <laughs> in the room that's just there. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, some of our friends were literally not there who there wanted was... to be there. But they're like, I can't because it's just it's too much conflict for what me. happened to some of them. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, how do we get people to the table of resolution when in that specific example, um, there was no willingness to address it because, mm-hmm. you know, there we want no to, we want to wear a happy face. Mm-hmm. It's just smiles, but we're not going to address that darker issue. Mm-hmm. So it gets suppressed. Yeah. And kindness can be a insidious path, path to, to destruction. destruction. <laughs> yes. Oh my, can it ever, yeah. Never forget the rules of wizardry. Yeah. So, but that's where we get into mediators. Yeah. Right. So mediators come in, they've got an objective perspective. They can look at a situation. They're fresh to it. We just threw that frog in the hot water and they're telling us what the temperature is like. And everybody else just thinks, well, this is normal. They've normalized Mm -hmm. it. Well, that's just maybe an unhealthy thing to do. Mm -hmm. It's nice to get an objective perspective. So when people won't come to the table or can't or they're unwilling, a mediator can help. And a third party. A third yeah. party, yeah. And somebody who really is impartial. Like, I've had conflicts in my life, and the last thing I want to do is drag my friends into it. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I really want to do is drag my family into it. Mm-hmm. Because then they look at me and, you know, like, what are you doing in this situation? And they don't know the background, but they're going to be the first ones to judge you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really nice to have that. And there are a lot of professional mediation services that exist, mm-hmm. but they're getting harder and harder to find. That's why we need to build more community. Mm-hmm. And that's why conflict resolution and in- is so important. Internal, mm-hmm. the internal strength to say, I'm okay. Cause if you can informally resolve a conflict, boom, you're good. Boom. And you just constantly inter like if you Absolutely. can constantly internally be ready, 
I am ready to, you know, prepare, meet the world Absolutely. where I'm at and where they're at. Yeah. And that's like you said, it's yeah. the hero and the victim and the villain. Mm-hmm. And it's the, it's that little triangle, that propeller uh, system. And if you can transform the victim into the student mm-hmm. and you could transform the villain into the challenger. challenger and you can transform the, the, you know, the hero of the story into the mentor into the mentor or the ally the ally or the friend the friend yeah. yes and in the end of it everybody's learned something and it's dissolved and you know really alchemized that polarity mm-hmm. and it's it's brought it back down into a more harmonious state and that's the trick now if everybody could do that there'd be a lot less conflict in the world mm-hmm. there'd be way less major polarization mm-hmm. it wouldn't be this you know great big huge issue if we could do it inside of ourselves it wouldn't be a big huge catastrophic global political problem microcosmic i think there's a there's a little nuance in the word polarization that we want to Mm. we might want to just dive into a tiny little bit because it's actually good to be polarized you need some because you want to be able to hold two contradictory perspectives Yes. In your mind at the same time. So you well, want to be able to be polarized, but then to alchemize it yeah. so that it can, you know, the waveform can collapse and yeah. it can become something of meaning. Well, then you get to the yeah. next level. But if a person is stuck in one, <laughs> if they can only hold one viewpoint. Oh, it's an intractable that, thing. It's intractable and there's yeah. no movement Recalcitrant yeah, issues. So you actually do need the polarization yeah. in the individual is actually good because mm-hmm. you can hold two viewpoints and say, well, this, that, and the other. And to this end, it's... Right. something else yeah all together all together yeah yeah and then yeah it's so if you can alchemize it take care of some of that polarity you're still going to find more mm-hmm. oh it's always chop wood carry water you mm-hmm. don't just do that once in life and you're good forever mm-hmm. cakewalk no mm-hmm. they're, they're gonna be a problem again tomorrow right that's and a really hard lesson in life it's a tough one it's like <laughs> man I thought I, I did, thought this. I did this. I thought I did this. Oh, wow. So that's good. So maybe mediators can be really helpful in that process. Uh, mentors, also mm-hmm. mediator, mentor, right? Mm-hmm. Like the teacher. So then, then if we don't learn these lessons, mm-hmm. we've talked about this before, you can end up getting a harder lesson, mm-hmm. right? So how far can an unresolved conflict go, right? And we, we talk about this, yeah, social issues, personal issues. There can be like legal problems and there can be collateral damage. Oh, yeah. Your family gets involved or your friends get involved or your employer or like God only knows. Yeah. Or somebody else is having a conflict and you have to listen to this thing all the time. Yeah, I mean, it turns into war. It can. It can war turn into like, resentments. Yeah, and, no, and war and, and literally like flat war. out war. And yeah. then literally flat out we have to go to arms because there's the conflict is, is so unresolved and it's just not resolving that we are literally having to go to arms. And it might not even be your conflict. Say your neighbors next door keep fighting and there you are all bent out of shape, banging on the wall, telling them to shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's just, right? That's collateral damage. It's collateral damage. Yeah. It can, it can. And the worst thing is when it hits children. Yeah. And that's not a lesson. And like, have, have we need. not already had enough war through the 20th century? Are we learning from history? Like, can, uh, can we just figure, start <laughs> figuring this out already? Because like, we don't need any more of that. Right. And that's the actual cost of conflict. Yeah. When it escalates. Yep. Yeah. And we don't need bigger guns and bigger gates and all more locks and all this. We need bigger hearts. Mm-hmm. We need a bigger willingness to come together and grow and meet people at the table 
of resolution. I think that's one thing that I really do want to say from my experience is that currently, like we were talking about, we have an adversarial court system. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of these things. That oh, there's are based no heart on, in there. There's no heart in there mm -hmm. at all. It's literally based on conflict. And yep. whoever gets the cutting edge in that conflict is the one that's going to win. And it's like, whoa, we're not here to solve the problem. Mm -mm. We're here to beat somebody down. That doesn't make any sense. And one of the things that's happened with this table of resolution process, which is really what it is, mm -hmm. come to the table of resolution because like you said, in that autosyncratic system, if they don't, it's self-eliminating. If you don't come and resolve the conflict, you're out. But in the current model, the person who will not resolve the conflict, the one that holds on to the conflict the longest, is wins. the one that wins. Yes, yeah, absolutely. It's a, just a disaster. Yeah, There's on all good fronts, on all fronts in that system, the person that won't deal wins. Right. right. It's yeah. absolutely brutal. So the people that learn actual healthy things out of those sorts of situations are to walk away from it mm -hmm. but the trouble is when you walk away from legal conflicts you end up homeless or destitute or mm -hmm. injured mm -hmm. or whatever right mm -hmm. so it's, it's a very very complex problem at that point that's built on these you know this colonial slug yeah there's the slime trail for you Wow. Well, we could follow that for Profits on the ever. sidewalk, begging for change. Oh, literally profits on this. Some of the best people I've met mm -hmm. have been the ones that say, I'm just not doing that anymore. Mm -hmm. And they're homeless. Mm -hmm. That's just an amazing bunch of people sometimes. We need to learn from that and grow from that. We're talking about the table of resolution. The round table. <laughs> oh, yes. The round table. King Arthur, you know. Yes. And there's these great stories fables. in history. Fables. Oh, and just the most beautiful things mm -hmm. come from that. And... That's the benefit of conflict resolution. There's beautiful things that can come from it. What people can gain by working together is unparalleled by what people can lose through conflict. Yes. What can we gain by working together? We can learn and grow as individuals. Mm -hmm. We can build a better tomorrow for our children. Mm -hmm. Or we can destroy each other. It turns into whack-a-mole. Somebody starts doing slightly better than another person. And they want to beat them back down instead of bettering their own life. Mm -hmm. That's a real thing. I see that too often. But that table of resolution is going to fix that. We're going to find unity rather than division. Mm -hmm. right? That's at the table. It's That's, all on the table for us. All on and the table. it has never been more ripe for our species, our whatever we are, <laughs> to, to grab that and take that and start doing it mm -hmm. informally. Mm -hmm. And in ourselves. Yeah. And stop beating people down who do it. Because, yeah. I mean, a lot of people didn't like Donald Trump. But Donald Trump made peace with Kim Jong-un. Yeah. That's yeah. not nothing. And people, oh, yeah, but it's like, no one's saying that you have to like the guy. No. Uh, we're just, like, you know, trying to not have the world nuked. <laughs> thumbs up? And it, it, it thumbs up to that. Not a right. fan of Donald Trump either. Do, do we not have nuclear... Thumbs up. Thumbs up. We're not Thumbs radioactive. Up. We don't have a three-eyed Simpsons fish going on. Right? Yeah, I think and we're And, like, good. that's the steps of, like, resolving conflict and, like, you know. Yeah. That's when we learn to process conflict in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. We don't even have to like the person. Yeah. We just have to find some kind of commonality. Yeah. Something that matters, you know. And that's one thing that I constantly find that matters. Our children. Mm -hmm. You know, and our the future. future. Seven generations. Seven generation, hundredth generation. Bigger, bigger concepts like the earth. Right. 
Well, and that can even lead to conflicts too if people take it out of balance. Yeah. You know, and that's that's a really important thing. What would the world look like with less conflict and more resolved conflict? You know, and if we take care of those things and we nip it in the bud in ourselves and we're able to say, I'm not going to lash out because I've dealt with my frustrations. Mm -hmm. So then we can be Kim Jong-un and Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. Even though, I mean, there's parts of ourselves that we don't want to deal with as individuals. It can be difficult. It can be difficult. And it's it's a complex issue for everybody. Mm -hmm. But I think that the challenge is recognizing it. Some of the issues in ourselves are like a needle in a haystack. Oh, you just don't you, know. And you don't know what's going to poke. You're like, what is that? Is and like, poking me? Just yeah. tiny little needle, and then you got to go look for it oh, again. Yeah. And, and you might um, project it on another person. Yeah. or and, and, and it's fascinating. That's why we need to bring it to the light of mind. Mm-hmm. We need to be able to recognize it. We need stories that help mm-hmm. us do that. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying earlier about the hero and the villain and the victim. Mm-hmm. But really, it's the teacher and the, the student. student. And the challenger. And the challenger. And without challenge, what would we have to overcome? Life would be boring. Mm-hmm. We don't need drama. We need no, a no, healthy no. challenge. Drama? Oh. <laughs> I mean, give me a bit of drama class. Sure. Drama Let's do some flash mob. That's fun. Sure. That's fun. Sure. Yeah, acting is fun, but just, <laughs> drama is just going around in a circle. It's like you talked about with the soap opera. It's, it's the silly. same plot on repeat, mm-hmm. on repeat. For, for 789 episodes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. When there's like a little bit of tension in there, people like that tension. You yep. know, music does that. Yep. There's lots of examples of where this exists. You know, that's why people watch scary movies. Mm-hmm. They love that tension. Well, look at um, the example of uh, the two shows, The Survivor Show. Oh, yeah. Where they're on the island and it's every man for himself. Yeah, and they and vote the strongest off. off and, and, oh, and, and it went up around the same time as that other show that was about going on an island and working together and how good could it be? Mm. Like, what was could they what, achieve? Was it called The Island? The Island, I think. I'm not sure. Anyways, and they were around the same time and which one, which one made it in... Which one didn't ratings make, didn't make it? Yeah, like, well, one then, of the shows got cut. Yeah, they cut the one that was showing how well. Well, yeah, but that was back. TV, I think, was trying back then. Yeah, and then it's, I don't even watch TV anymore. Is there still such thing? I there was literally honestly, <laughs> it was just getting so stupid. I yeah. had to stop watching it. <laughs> I think the last time I talked to somebody who was watching TV, they were talking about monkeypox. Mm. I don't know. Is, is that a thing in TV? It sounds like more conflict. Right, yeah. I I just, I'm not interested. But, uh, you know, and that's the thing. you got to pick your battles. Where oh, are you yeah. going to put your energy in life? Yeah, exactly. Do you want to put it into something positive, or do you want to put it into a delirious process of whack-a-mole and, you know, over-stratification complexes? My neighbor's doing better than me, so I have to compete, or I have to somehow, you know, spite them. Anyway, thanks for joining us, Danny, yeah. here. This has been a really, this is a fascinating topic. Yeah, I love this topic. And it's something that uh, was very difficult for me to learn. Yeah, I was yeah, very, very conflict averse. I think and most people are. It's I, uncomfortable. Like, it was very uncomfortable very for me. Uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, but I think that's the thing. One, the more you do it, the more you you get through that, the better and, it gets. Like your heart opens and you're like, oh, wow. Like there's like, the whole world out there yeah. to go into and if i'm just open to it and i'm willing to resolve i can actually go quite far go very far and learn in more myself about yourself. like in myself in yourself right yeah, yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. that's really what it is like the only thing that you can actually do anything about in the world is yourself mm-hmm. and a true apology is a change of behavior and the willingness to change our own behavior 
is an act of love, mm -hmm. really. And otherwise, what are we doing? Pressing buttons and just being a jerk. Mm -hmm. Terrible behavior. Mm -hmm. And can't stand when people do that. And what do they do? They end up eliminating themselves. Mm -hmm. And we've got stories about that. Mm -hmm. We got infiltrated by a clown once. Mm -hmm. We got a good podcast about mm -hmm. that one. And a good song. Oh, I love that song. Yeah. Check out our TikTok. You're yeah. going to love it. Well, we'll tell that story some other time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us on this episode of Cameo Radio Conflict Resolution. We hope that you found it informative. And if you've got ideas about mm -hmm. this stuff, yeah. or if you're an expert, have expertise in it, yeah. we would love to have you on the show. Well, who better to have expertise than people that have been through conflict? Mm-hmm. Because there's so many different kinds. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for joining us on Cameo Radio. Don't forget to like and subscribe and all the rest. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to stay tuned. Get tuned. God, yeah, that's right. <laughs>